Hello and welcome back to another episode of Dating, Laughter and Disasters with me, Lulu Johnson. A show that's all about the highs and lows of modern dating and on this podcast we are laughing about it. Joining me on the couch this week is Daniela from Germany and by God lads, the more that I speak with people on the show, the crazier the dating stories get and it also is a really funny reminder of the crazy stuff that has happened to me like many many years ago. Um, So it's always really fun to share with people. Um, In this particular episode, we are speaking about mm, when dates kiss their mothers on the lips right in front of you. Uh, What happens when you accidentally mix tampons with sex? And we also get on the conversation of very strange fetishes. It's a rather exciting show ahead of us, lads, as always. And if you have a dating story to share, and if you would like to come on the show, or if you want to write me, just slide into my DMs on Instagram, datinginberlin underscore book, or you can email me at datinginberlinbook at gmail.com, and I would love to hear how you have been dealing with dating. So without further ado, lads, let's get into it. Let's start the show. You. All right, Daniela, welcome to the show. Hello, my love. As we cheers our sell by tea, poor old Daniela's come in from the cold and the wet and she's wrapped up in a, in a hair turban and a woolly jumper now. Apparently I am. <laughs> she's, she's soaking wet. So Daniela, without further ado, will you give us an introduction of who you are, how long you've been in Berlin, where you're from and what your dating status is? Oh, wow, a lot of things. Um, well, let's start. Um, I'm from South Germany, um, from the Freiburg region. And I'm single right now. Mm-hmm. And what else? What do you What do you want to know? Uh, what your dating status is, where you're from, how long you've been in Berlin? Oh wow! Like, I think it's almost six and a half, seven years yes. in the meantime. Okay, nice. Crazy. Right. Yeah, long time with yeah. loads of stories, right? Yeah, yeah, you've loads of great stories. Great. Quite a few stories. <laughs> and uh, lady, you and I actually met. Actually, the reason we met is pretty funny. Is it our connection? The reason that we know each other. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? It definitely is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Lulu and Daniela. <laughs> All the adventures. So the reason um, Daniela and I know each other is because we both met the same guy from Tinder years apart. But mm-hmm. through him, we we both stayed friends with him. And then through him, we are like now super close friends. Basically, yeah. Yeah, I uh, think it's uh, great. Uh, yeah. It is, really. Said man will be coming on the show at some point, but I'll keep his name secret for now. <laughs> How great that we're all friends now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, you know, keep it in the family. Would you like to start with a story? A good old bedtime story? What time is it? Eight o'clock at night? Okay, well, let's start with that story. I'm just choosing this one because you like it so much. Uh-huh. So I'll just go for it. Okay. Um, so basically, I met this guy. I think it was, oh, oh God, I think last year or something. I went to a trip to, um, basically, I was in between, between jobs. I went to Sicily. And um, I met this guy like, I don't know, like two or three times before I went to Sicily, actually. And um, yeah, somehow we really... How did you meet him? Sorry. Oh, how I met him? Yeah. Oh, I think it was Bumble or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just like, we had a really, really nice first date, a lot of talking, a little bit of making out, a little Mm -hmm. bit of everything. Um, Second date was, I think, close to the river. Just really nice and chill, relaxed. A Berlin date by the spray. Yeah, exactly. Lovely. Exactly. Just a lot of talking, a uh-huh. lot of stuff like good connection. Nice Someone guy. Someone who's got their shit together. Oh, nice. Really nice. Um, and yeah, I liked him. Um, yeah, somehow he decided or basically like 
he was like, ha, ah, I could just add, like, come to visit you in Sicily. And I'm like, ah, well, I mean, why don't you do it? And somehow I always have these men coming, like, coming to places for me. So you, you were going off to do remote work, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was actually almost in between jobs. I worked a little oh, bit so remotely. Oh, so you just said, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then I went to Sicily and mm-hmm. I spent, like, a month there, had a really good time and eventually came over. For a few days, we'd planned a road trip for like five, six days, which is a bit, a bit insane since we only met like two or three times, mm-hmm. I think. But I'm spontaneous, so that's mm-hmm. why we do these things. Um, and yeah, so the story that actually like was really funny was um, we went to this little kind of remote beach, really cute. Um, I think it was like in the afternoon, still a lot of sun. Sicily was all super fucking hot. Um, and that it was just a little, little beach. So kind of packed with people, to be honest. And, um, I was in my period, bleeding heavily, I gotta, gotta say as well. And we went into the water. So I just had my tampon in like thick one, <laughs> keep everything safe so down there. sharks in the water. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I could fight them off. No problem. Anyways, went into the water, like there was this little cave and we were kind of like going to the cave a little bit. There was a lot of like young people outside on the beach looking at what we were doing a little bit and stuff like that. And somehow it got like really like we were, were, I don't know, we're making out all of those things in the water. There were people on the side. So a little bit like, let's get cheeky here. (laughs) And it did. And I was like, okay, no, I have this. I have my period. And he knew I had my period. And I was like. Okay, this, I mean, you know, but we still did a little bit of a finger here and there, okay. whatever situation. <laughs> I, I kind of liked it, obviously. Okay. Like, I liked that in public a bit. So, yeah, good fun. And then eventually, like, he just fingered me, basically. Okay. <laughs> and he just pulled the tampon out. He pulled the what? The, the tampon. Oh, the tampon oh, oh, gee, yeah. And I'm right. like, I pulled the tampon out. And I'm like, why the fuck did you pull my tampon? <laughs> He's like, I don't know, I just pulled it out. I'm like, what are you going to do with it now? You can't just throw it away and it's going to like swim on the water. And he's like, I don't know, I have it in my head now. What am I going to do with a bad tampon? <laughs> was it in the water? Like, on it, it, like was he holding it in the air? He was holding not in the air. Yeah, <laughs> because, because, no, because, like, because as in, did he want it in the, like, was it in the water wet or was it just yeah, above the water? In the water. Like, right. he was holding it in the water like oh, this. God. And then he wanted to give it to me. And I'm like, I'm not going to take it. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, of course, go ahead and take it. And then he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then I I think I took it and I put it into my bra. Oh, and we actually had sex. Okay. In the cave with the people around me. <laughs> yeah, you. a little bit like farther away. I don't know. It was a bit, I don't know. <laughs> and then I I was like, I'm not going to leave that tampon here. I'm going to give it back to him. <laughs> I, I was just... like, you took that shit out. He's like, can't you, can you just just pull it in again? I'm like, I'm not going to fucking pull oh, the fucking God, tampon back in. even know. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> such a guy's thing to say, and then I was like, yeah, This is your problem, no You took it, <laughs> and then he was like, Fuck, what am I gonna do with it? And then he took it into his one hand, the whole oh, thing. Oh, <laughs> gross! But then we went, we went out, he put it in his hand, and he like brought it to the <laughs> with like what blood gushing down at his elbow and his, and his forearm. I think it was in the meantime already like kind of I used to the water, it's like oh, yeah. you know, a little bit. Wow, yeah, so he had it in his hand the whole time, and then he didn't have anything to put it into. 
And yeah, so he even brought it up in the to the beach, um, like to the car, like oh, somewhere wow. to a trash can. Oh wow! I'd have just like rolled it in sand to like disguise it and then find a bin. I don't yeah, know. probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was um, fun. Lovely. Yeah. Speaking of, of tampon stories, I I also have one. Actually, you've just reminded me. Uh, I Go actually. Ahead. Oh God! This was a this was a story that I was never expecting to happen. So. I was out with friends on New Year's Eve a couple of years ago, brought one of my friends home, shagged him. I was obliterated drunk, I'll be quite honest with you. I, um, I woke up the next morning being like, mm, I'm pretty sure I had a tampon in last night and I can't find oh it now. God. Although I don't remember the sex, I definitely can remember that I did not take out the tampon. So I turned to my friend and I said to him, look, do you recall there being a tampon? And he was like, I don't remember. I was like, okay, I'm going to come back in a minute. So I went to the toilet <laughs> and I did a bit of investigating. A couple of fingers up there to try and look for what so I was... So there was no, like... I couldn't find the string. Find the string. Okay. There was no string. And I searched and I searched. If you can imagine, I had one leg up on the bathtub, clenching, <laughs> clenching the muscles. I was like, it's here somewhere. It has to be. Right? I was clenching, clenching, clenching. And then I felt life. And I felt the string and I was like, I've got it. I knew it was there. Clench, clench, like the whole way down. It was clenching, clenching it. And it came out. But you know what came with it? My fucking IUD. Oh, shit. Attached to, and weirdly enough, it didn't even hurt. The IUD, like, it sounds horrible, but it just came out. And I was like, fuck. And I can't just put that up there. You have to go back to the doctor, pay 300 yeah, euros to get true. it redone. It's the most expensive shag of my life. It but you didn't realise that the, the, the night before when you had sex... When I tell you I was drunk, I oh you passed out drunk. drunk. Well, yeah, like, and it wasn't in a in a rapey way that we had sex. Yeah, like, yeah, it was yeah. totally consensual. But like, yeah, it was just so bad that I don't remember a thing of it. But I do <laughs> recall knowing that I was sure I didn't take out the tampon. So, so he basically fucked the tampon up your IUD thing. Yeah, yeah, that just like stuck in your <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, oh god, yeah, good old good old tampon stories. So, Daniela, tell us another story. I know you're full of them. And oh I know you have some great ones. You've had similar experiences because you and I actually have kind of the same taste in men. You don't like to admit that because I have stranger taste in men. <laughs> well, let's not get too, go into too much detail about uh, that taste. Right, right. Yeah, I right. would say we have very different tastes on men in me time. But yeah, let's... Um... I mean, I... I remember when we, one of the times we first met, I you gave me your phone because I wanted to check the Bumble matches that you you had had because we had both realised that like we maybe maybe have dated the same guys, and I remember seeing in your matches and messages that I had the same matches <laughs> and the same dudes, and I was like, at last I found a woman who's the same matches as me. So people don't like to admit that they have similar tastes to me because it is so strange, but but alas, we just like good looking. The looks probably. Yeah, it's it's the whole yeah. It's the looks we for like. Sure. We like what we like, don't we, Daniela? Yeah. So do it, we do go into another story, yeah? Oh, absolutely. It's okay. story time. Okay. Story which time. One, which do. one do you want? <laughs> uh, excite me. Surprise me. Yeah. Um. I mean, honestly, like, what I love about Berlin, in a sense, is that you can be as free as possible. There's, like, so many people you meet, and that's, like, kind of such an exciting way to meet people as well. And it's just everyone from all over the world comes here and does whatever the fuck they're doing, to mm -hmm. be honest. But, um... This um, one time that I really loved, actually, and it was just so spontaneous, which is just something I like, um, was um, I went on this Tinder date and he brought, he was from the US, 
Portland and he brought his um, work colleague with or whatever. So I brought a friend as well. So we went to a bar. Um, I saw him. Like some people you just see and you like their, like, you know what I mean. No, like you when know, you, you, know. you look at them, there's this aura around people. Yeah, instant attraction as well, right? Yeah, instant. Mm -hmm. And also like this instant wow, uh -huh. which is wow. It was, I feel like it's like almost love at first sight, to mm -hmm. be honest. I might have had that a few times, mm -hmm. so I'm not sure that's love mm -hmm. at first sight. But I've had it. I, I guess, it. yeah. I believe it exists. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Went to that bar, had a great time, and um, he couldn't really read me. And I'm like, how the fuck can you not read me? Because I'm very obvious if I like someone. But American way, I think he was used to girls being really full on, like, uh -huh. telling him that mm -hmm. they like him. Anyways, we went to Wilde Renate, the club. Um, went out, had a great night. It was just all vibing and flowy. We all got along so well. It was super spontaneous. We didn't even want to go out. Um, he was here for a work trip. And he was going to go to London um, for the weekend because he had to work there and then fly home to the US. And at night, we just got we, we just got a bit drunk, whatever, went home to my place all together, everyone. We made out a little bit on my bed, whatever. The others were still in the room. And he was like, you know what? Come to London with me. And I'm like, nah, I can't just fly to London. I can't do that. And he's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking pay 400 euros to fly to London right now. And I'm a very independent person. Yeah. Like, I don't really like to be, you know? Yeah, you wouldn't want him to pay for you. Yeah, right? exactly. But we just got along so well. And I felt so comfortable. And it was so cool. Then we were like, you know what? Fuck it, let's do it. And we booked the flights. Um, what, me a flight to London? He bought the flight. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Four and he, Jesus. Yeah, he already had like a... Yeah, it wasn't really much for him. He was like a mm -hmm. rookie at some kind of big corporate. It doesn't it didn't oh, really yeah. matter for him, to be honest. Um, still, super nice. Mm -hmm. Anyways... Went there, um, he had their hotel room and everything, so I was basically just spending the whole fucking weekend with him in London. Yes. did everything you could imagine, amazing breakfast, went along the water, went to the Tate, did just so many nice things, had the most beautiful time, amazing fucking sex. We had like a mirror next to the bed. Um, yeah, super in tune. I think I was in love after that weekend. Amazing. Did you yeah. stay in touch with him after? Like, what happened? I stayed in touch with him a little bit, but he was literally like, I think before he came to Berlin, like two or three months earlier, he broke up with his long, like, I think, girlfriend of seven years. Uh-huh. Went back home, was with, was like there, got back to, but back together with her two months later, married her, like, <gasps> like a half a year later. So, yeah, I think it was like the, um... Ooh. Yeah, the thing between, you know? Yeah, maybe it was live live, live a crazy life yeah. as a single man or go back to maybe safety. Who I knows? Know, maybe. Who Interesting. Knows? But That's... I was honestly, like, I was mad for him. I would have, on, I would have like, saved up my money and fly to Portland. Did you just hear what you said? You said, I was mad for him. I think you've picked up on a lot of Irish things now since you've been oh, yeah, here right. for so long. Oh, That's I love that. You said, yeah. I pick up a lot of these things yeah. from you sometimes. Yeah, it's grand. Yeah, so that was actually <laughs> fucking exciting. And it was also like, I was like, oh, I'm in love. It's going to happen. He's living on the other side of the world. I was fucking naive back then as well. Of course. Yeah, but I said this in a recent podcast that you'd kind of miss being naive sometimes because you get these exciting feelings. Whereas now I'd be like, no, because this won't happen because this shouldn't happen. And if it does, you're crossing terrible boundaries. If you think that it's love at first sight and that you know someone, yeah. you're going to fall in love, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I still feel it sometimes. Mm, I, I don't can still enjoy it. So. Good for you. I But I do miss being like naive. Like I just mm. miss being a little bit naive because yeah, I would feel 
I'm overeducated mm-hmm. at this point that I yeah, get my yeah. guard up. Do you know? And it's nice to kind of put your guard down sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, that's an awesome story. Yeah, it was Jesus. so fun. I've never heard of someone going to a foreign country like that. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Easy. So easy as well. Sometimes yeah. people are just easy. Yeah, sometimes you just let life happen and it's yeah, great fun. Exactly. Great I love that. Story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah. that for the um, you tell that to the grandkids, you know. For this episode, Danielle, we we prepared ourselves a little bit, didn't we? Because we wanted to make each other laugh to hear these dating <laughs> stories that people have had. And I actually put something up on um, Reddit, which I have never been on before. Reddit's scary. It's full of like meanies. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it it's is. like chill out, like you know. It's also funny sometimes. It can be, yeah, yeah. So I collected some stories from Reddit for this episode. So um, I'm going to just read out a few of them. One guy says, uh, one woman reads. That's like one woman wrote. She said, it "Was supposed to be a one night stand right before we met up." She tells me she has chlamydia. Me being horny, I go unprotected anyway. I get a nosebleed and bleed over her face. We decide. <laughs> <laughs> we decide to stop order a pizza she begins talking about how she sometimes sends money to her ex in jail what the fuck was I doing that's, that's insane how many things happened that evening I mean why would you fuck anyone with chlamydia knowing how that how can you be how stupid can you be that is just the dumbest thing oh he didn't say oh oh, he must be 1996 so he's 25-ish so, yeah, young enough, uh, stupid enough. He should have known better. I can't even talk. Fucking chlamydia. That's disgusting. You know, that's, no. And then he got nosebleed. And then he got a nosebleed and they ate pizza. And then she said, oh, she sends money to her ex in jail. People. Did he bleed on his pizza? Oh, yeah. I didn't go that far. <laughs> that was literally, literally what they wrote is what I said. He into the chlamydia and oh, then, he, then he ate the pizza. Uh, Danielle has a very dark side to her, ladies and gentlemen. Right. This is another one. I met a guy in OkCupid who brought his mother to the date. It was so awkward. Funniest shit ever. So he told me in DMs that his best friend was his mother and that they spent a lot of time together. At first I thought, oh, that's sweet. And he talked about her nonstop. Her work, her hobbies, the things she did. He even shared her picture to me, which I thought was kind of funky. We, um, but we agreed to meet in a cafe in town. He hopped out of his mom's car and she waved and drove off. Like 20 seconds later... She shows back up and pulls up a seat. Turns out she was parking the car to come in and join us. The entire date was just her talking about her work and showing me old photos of when she used to play baseball. They sat really in blocks, in in cat blocks. They sat really close together and kept hugging and kissing each other's cheek. It was so fucking awkward. What? Was that the second date or the first date? Um, I think it was the first date. Yes. With your mum. With your mother. Now, this just reminds me of a date that I actually had back in Ireland years ago. This is funny. This is why I love sharing stories because then it reminds you of all the dates you had. But wait, did he tell her before that she's going to come? Um, no, no, he just kept saying that he, his mother's his best friend. Then she dropped him to the date and it turns out she was <laughs> parking the car. But that just reminded me of a date that I had when oh, I was uh, 22. I was hanging out with this guy. He was a nice guy. Second date, he ended up in hospital because of his gallbladder or his appendix. Something was 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 askew. And I went up and I visited him because I was just like trying to be a nice person. Everything was fine. We were just chilling in the hospital bed. The third date, I go to his house. And honestly, at this point, I was already a week before going on my trip to Asia. So I wasn't looking for anything. I just wanted a quick shag. And I thought, this is all I'm going up for now. And I wasn't honest about it, but this is what happened. Because anyway, this this ended it in the end. 
I went to his home. He was there with his mother. Uh, his dad wasn't wasn't in the scene, wasn't at home. And uh, I think we had done the deed at this point. And he knew when his mother was coming back from work. So we did it all in, in, in all in good time. And anyway, his mother comes in an hour or something after we've done the hanky-panky. And we're chilling on his bed, just like chilling, clothes on, everything normal, bed bed redress, like nothing happened. And she came in and I said, hello. Like she was really nice, just having just old chit-chat from the bed while I'm sitting there with her son. And she was explaining that she was going off to bed. And uh, your man that I was sitting next to in the bed, he just goes and kisses his mother on the lips right in front of me. On the lips? On the lips. What? Yeah, now... It's fine to kiss your parents on the lips. It's no problem. You are their baby at the end of the day. But not in front of a girl that you're on a fucking date with. It's a bit weird. Like it's so weird. I was turned off by it. I was just like, you know what? Anyway, this is just going to be a, a bit of a quick thing for me before I go on holidays. But I was just like, that's a weird thing to do. That is so fucking weird. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. God, that's that's really in the uh, that's in the old memory box. So when I, I have this... Actually, I got this story from my family, one side of my family where my mom, that I don't, I don't know them. They're not really my family. They're mm -hmm. just a little bit like a further family of my mom. Okay. And she literally just told me, like, I think last week or something, she went there and um, she's like, oh, it's such a shame you didn't come. You never met them. I'm like, yeah, fair enough, whatever. And then she's, she told me, blah, blah, blah. and then on the side note, she said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really weird. Like, they all just kiss each other on the on the lips. And I'm like, what do you mean they all do? <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone, everyone. And I'm like, what? You mean in the family or everyone, like in the town? Every, no, everyone, everyone. So, which means <laughs> I'm going to kiss your husband on the, on the fucking lips. My little child kisses the grand uh, the granddad on the lips. That is the most insane thing oh, I've heard in a while. Strange. strange. It's so strange. Yeah, that's also is. like, I think, Black Forest area. That makes me really uh, feel like ancestral. <laughs> down south in um, yeah, Bavaria. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. So fucking weird, no? Yeah, no, that's strange. Sweet thing to kiss on the cheek, it's no big deal. But lips, no, not about that. No. Not about that life. Um, so I have another one. Me too, actually. I have two, uh, two, uh, two ones as Will well. Will we do yours now, so? Let, yeah. Maybe one of them? Yeah. Sorry. Cool. I'm holding the time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a story now for you. One of them I found. I was like, so, so, yeah. Well, let's start. Let's see. A friend of a friend went on a date with a guy who made her some steak. Apparently, he doctored it with something because she got crazy sick and ran to the toilet and barfed everywhere. <laughs> he barreled into the bathroom, jacking off <gasps> to that. Where did you get that? Online? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was vomiting. Barfing means vomiting in, in the American slang. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Oh, my God. I know. I know. Which basically means that's his kink. Oh, Speaking of kinks. That's his fucking king. That's weird. Oh, Isn't that's that fucking weird. crazy? Oh, you so he would have done it to her on purpose. Obviously, because he because oh she got sick immediately after that steak. That's really weird. That's funny because that's just brought me onto a perfect theme about fetishes. Because just tonight I posted up on this girl Facebook friendship group on Facebook. I wanted um, women to message me about their dating experiences. Oh, wow. And this one girl messaged me a really funny story about a balloon fetish. Uh -huh. This is perfect. So let's see, right? So this girl sent me all the screenshots and things like that. So thank you to the girl. She knows who she is because I know she's listening to this podcast. So um, here, here we go. So she matches a guy. Oh no, some guy wrote to her on Facebook in an, act, uh, in an expat group. So um, he says, I have lots of balloons. Want to do something with them? 
And she said, like what and why? And he says, for a party, smiley face. But I have them and we can blow them up, smiley face. Do you like, do you like it to pop balloons, smiley face? And she said, he seems to be really all about the balloons, but in a strange way. At first, I think, okay, maybe I'm dumb or naive and balloons and popping balloons is a euphemism for something else. And then she sends a, um, she sends me the photos and she said, but no, he actually has a bucket load of balloons. And so he said, so do you want to do it sometime? It would be fun to pop balloons together. So he really persists on the, on the invite. And she said, I'm sorry, and he said, would you blow the balloon until it explodes? And she's like, what the fuck is this? So she asks her friend and the friend says, it's a fetish thing. And in the meantime, anyway, she says to me, um, she said, somehow I wanted to learn about this and see what it was all about. So I agreed to meet him. <laughs> and it was exactly like he said, uh, so it was exactly like her friend had said, it's a sex thing for him. But here's the thing. He only cares about the balloons and someone else playing with them for him. So he made me inflate the balloons for him and then she sat on them and then he would pop them. And she sent me a photo of her sitting on the balloon. She sent you the picture! Yeah, That's a huge balloon, by the way. It's a huge balloon. Oh, yeah, by the way, lads, these balloons are huge. They're like Lilo size, like, you know, these inflatables. So, anyway, right? And he says, um, and then, so she's sitting, she sends me a photo, she's sitting on the balloon, and her texts go, and I can see that he is getting more and more aroused. So I think (laughs) maybe he wants to be touched. Wrong, in cap lock, she writes. He pushes me away and he gets upset. Then he goes somewhere else and does his thing. And then says, okay, thanks, you can go. So that was it. He gets upset when she wanted to touch him. Yeah, like she was confused because she didn't know like that this was a thing. So it turns out there's balloon fetishes. And she sent me a link to this documentary of of people like being aroused by balloons. And they say in this documentary that like it is, uh, these fetishes can be caused by something that happened in childhood. And oh, for, wow. for the guy in the documentary, he was afraid of balloons growing up. And then he became empowered by them. And the bigger that they were, the more strong he felt against them. And then it became a sexual thing that he would ejaculate when the balloon would burst and stuff. Oh, mate. Wow. Yeah. We, we, oh, put it into the description. The, the, yeah, the I'll definitely link that. Yeah. yeah. Wild, isn't it? That yeah. is wild. I'm yeah. going to watch that thing. That was perfect timing now to, to bring in that story. So, but she has like, so she's been ballooning. No, no, she's like, not into it. Like she has a boyfriend and everything. He was like waiting did, outside. She did balloon. She ballooned. She ballooned. She was ballooning. Uh, yeah, but she ballooning. she um, she had her boyfriend waiting outside for her. Like really? Yeah, yeah. So I because she met him on Facebook, not online. Yeah. Aye. So I mean, that was interesting because so she must have boy, known her boyfriend fucking waited outside. Well, I mean, wouldn't you rather your boyfriend wait outside than no one at all, right? Well, why would you would you even do it if you have a boyfriend? Um, because she wanted to balloon a bit. I mean, it's Berlin after all, right? That's very true. I mean, we don't People judge. People don't have shit to do. That's the problem. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, we don't judge, but we're kind of judging the guy for his fetish thing. But like, it's just unusual. We're not. No, it's just funny. Yeah. It's just interesting to know what kind yeah. of fetish there is. Yeah. Like, honestly, there's so many. I've never heard of a balloon fetish. No, me neither. I mean, there's, you see those documentaries of the people being in love with objects like the Twin Towers yeah. and all that kind of thing. It's kind of sad. Yeah. You know, like true. it really is. But anyway, go on. Continue your story. All right. My second one for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why do they always start with a friend of a friend? (laughs) Anyways. Air quotes, friend of a friend. A friend of a friend, Lulu. (laughs) I wanted to distract myself from someone else, so I met up with this guy from OkCupid, the girl. We obviously got drunk, and I convinced myself to go home with him. During sex, he broke down and told... During sex, 
he broke down and told me he couldn't keep going because his ex-girl had recently killed herself. Jesus. I grabbed my clothes and ran the fuck out, but when I got home at 3.30, I realized I'd forgotten my keys. Bad night all around. Oh, God. What a story. Oh. During sex. Jesus. Oh, fuck. There's a time and a place for that, man. (laughs) Christ. I have no relatable story to that one now, so I suppose I'll I'll read out my last one. (laughs) Jesus. Um, Christ. Okay. This was a fella from um, Reddit and he was English. So, going to an outdoor party with a girl. We get there. Everyone is drinking. It's rural England in summer. Great weather. He sits up on a concrete block on a hill overlooking said party. He's flirting with the girl. Uh, They get physical, but we're young, so she's punching my shoulder playfully while smiling. We're laughing and I nudge her a bit with my shoulder. Gentle, I swear, he says in brackets. She proceeds to fall off the concrete block and roll down a 10-foot high gradient hill full of nettles. Now, 10 feet is like, I'm I'm 5 foot 10 which is 178 mm-hmm. centimetres. So we're talking maybe 400, four metres, uh-huh. if, if my maths is right. So she proceeds to fall off this hill full of, into a bunch of nettles. I, in shock, crack up laughing. The party stops, watching the slow roll through a terror of stalks and stings. Gasp, silence, just my laughter and her embarrassment. The way she rolled was incredible. <laughs> She hit every two foot tall nettle possible while wearing a vest. I couldn't contain the laughter. I was, it was more how unbelievable it was. A little playful nudge turned into chaos. She punched me again after I helped her up in the face. Genuine accident, genuine comedy role. She married my best friend. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? And it was told so well. Crazy. But bloody hilarious. Um, actually, I have another one. <laughs> Will I keep going? Go ahead. Okay. This person says, not my story. It happened to a hopeless romantic friend. Oh, this is when I asked people for their Berlin stories. I said, who's up for sharing? They said, Mm -hmm. "Um, he had been dating a girl for two months and started developing strong feelings for her. He started thinking she was the one. Then she tells him that she's into gangbangs and if he wants to join the team that she is having fun with regularly. He broke up with her on the spot. She stole his backpack while leaving the apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, that's pure Berlin. Oh, God. Oh, God, it really is so Berlin. Oh, Berlin's, or Reddit's brilliant for that. Yeah, those are like my main stories from that. (laughs) I have another one as well. Okay, go for it. Okay. A friend of mine with a German guy, a friend met up with a German guy for drinks. They hit it off, drank loads, talked, whatever. The guy paid for everything and she thought um, he was this really chivalrous person. Chivalrous? Chivalrous, yeah. Chivalrous person. Then the next day, the guy actually sent her an invoice for a half of the bill. <gasps> a fucking invoice. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is insane. That happened to a friend of Quinn mine. Quinn 28. What, 28? Quinn. Quinn 28. Wait, wait, with 28 years, you have to deal with this shit. Oh, 28 quid, you're saying. Sorry, I thought you were saying his name was Quinn 28. It's no, like, Quinn, Quinn 28, 28, we're coming for you. Yeah. 28 quid, Jesus. Yeah. I have a story from a friend who had shagged a fella years, like five years previous, and he had paid for the hotel room. Five years later, 
he emails her looking for half the money because he was stone broke. No way. Five years later. Five years later. Yeah. Isn't that mad? I mean, it's sad that you've come to that point of desperation that you have to look like look. How do you even remember that someone else <laughs> yeah. from like five years ago? That's quite telling as well, actually. Yeah, that's that's kind of sad. Like he must have been so desperate. He was just thinking, who have I shagged or who have I paid money for? I mean, is he going to ask everyone for every pint he's ever you know paid for a friend? <laughs> Sorry, mate, you owe me money. Yeah, that's wild. If his memory is so great, he could have just um, learned out of his um, faults he did in his life. Also, huh? yeah. yeah. Well, I wonder where he ended up. Yeah, that's hilarious. That is insane. What did she do? Did she reply oh, to um, I'd say she didn't reply. I don't think she did. I'll have to ask her, actually. Cause it's what would you do if someone does that? It would depend on my own financial situations and how much it was. If he was looking for 50 quid and I don't know, because we, we've all been tough on money sometimes. Like I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know what I'd do. It depends on how he treated me back then. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big question. I don't know. It's so interesting. Like, I've had this... I, I, I'm, I'm just wondering because I've had this guy getting back to me, not, like, about money. Like, I literally had two people in my life coming up to me after years and years of not being in touch. Like, getting in touch and saying, hey, how are you doing? I'm so sorry that what I did back then and here and there and whatever. And I just didn't exactly i just knew okay i didn't i wasn't in touch with them anymore and i didn't remember i just remembered yeah well obviously that person wasn't that great so i wasn't really in touch anymore they literally remembered everything oh wow and came back to me and saying like i'm so sorry for back in the days that i did this and this to you and i was like i, don't, I can't fucking remember what you did to me to be honest oh that's interesting because i have a really good long-term memory yeah. that's why i was able to regurgitate everything for my book but I couldn't tell you what I did yesterday, but I'll tell you what I did 12 years ago. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it just, some people have a, it's a natural talent, you know? Yeah, yeah but it, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing because I, I'd say, I'd say I hold grudges, not as much as I did in the past growing yeah. up because I couldn't give a shit about holding on to negativity now. But yeah, maybe that comes with holding grudges is that you remember things. Uh, yeah, well, you do because that's what a grudge is, is like holding on to the past. Um so yeah, I, I, I can I just forget about the bad things that happened, to be honest. Yeah, well, if it's not significant to you, it might not have been significant to you, but it may have been significant to someone else. Um, all right, Daniela, we'll move on. So to uh, any any dating advice for any of those dating in Berlin and afar, anywhere at all? Mm, any dating advice? Vocalize your shit. What kind Honestly, of shit? I think the last two years is what I've learned the most. Just vocalize whatever you feel like you wanna wanna say to people. If something's not working for you, just put it out, put it out there. Just put out your like where where are the lines for you? And if people don't want to respect them and they don't want to deal with them, let them go because they are not worth it. Like it's yeah, it's not worth your emotions. It's yeah. not worth your anger, your frustration, your anxiety. If someone's really interested in you, they they will be dealing with things. Mm -hmm. They will be okay with communicating about it mm -hmm. with you. There are so many people in this city that you can let someone go if they're not meeting your standards and move on to the next. And not, not in a way of, oh, next, please. But it's like, if someone isn't fulfilling your needs, just let them go. Yeah, yeah you're dead a, right. It's all about your inner peace. It's yeah. not about someone making you happy. It's inner peace. Yeah. And definitely. if that person doesn't give inner peace to you, they're probably not the person. Let it go. Let it go. Vocalizing shit. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. Do you have maybe one more piece of advice? I like even numbers. Oh, God. Another one? Yeah. So many advices that I what? have to give. 
What did I say? You look so wise wearing, wearing that towel turban on your head, I feel like. <laughs> you, you just need a crystal ball in front of you now. <laughs> Honestly, I probably do. I probably should also. I think that's the perfect Christmas gift for me on this Christmas um, day, to the year, to, situation. To, to the listeners, um, as I said, Daniela is wearing a towel turban and it's got lemons on it. She she rolled up to my house tonight in piss and rain. And you look very wise. Yeah, I um, was bathing my feet in my <laughs> sneakers. Um, that was a new experience. Well, fucking hell. Yeah. I don't know. Not yet. You don't, don't have know. a second one? I don't know. No, no, no. Obviously fucking single, so... No, but that doesn't mean anything because people asked me recently, I was selling my book at the market and they were like, well, what's the result? Were you successful? And I was like, well, define successful because I certainly am in in the sense of like self-discovery and self-love and all this. But no, I haven't found a relationship, but that's not the end goal either. Do you know what I mean? It's also just to like date better and things like that. But uh, yeah. No, honestly, just put your inner peace first, really. It's all about that, I think. And I think surround yourself with friends. Like, it's more important, and I would say to people who are moving to Berlin who are new, is build up your friendship base first. There, That's the most important, because because I was guilty of that coming in six months down the line, getting myself into that relationship, which unfortunately became toxic. It doesn't always happen to people, but I didn't have any friends to fall back on. I was stuck with him, mm-hmm. and I didn't build up that strong community um, in, in that time because of, of him controlling me. But I think that's a very important thing. Yeah, very, 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 very true. And now that actually brings me to one thing. Don't stretch yourself into something you don't want to be or you don't want to do. Because to be very, to be, I think we've, we're all guilty of this when we were younger. Mm-hmm. You know, like you feel like you have to admit to some kind of situation, to some kind of lifestyle, to some kind of whatever. We don't have to. Like you feel, you feel way more comfortable, relaxed and in tune with yourself. If you live your values and your truth. Yeah, exactly. Be honest uh, with yourself and be yeah. honest with those around you. That's uh, uh, what Sam on episode four said. She said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Don't mold yourself into someone else. Don't try to impress other people to be someone else. Just yeah. be you. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Gorgeous. Well, Daniela, I feel like that flew. Didn't that time fly? Time flew by. Time, time flew by like a birdie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we'll cheers. Goodbye. So um, we'll have to have you on the show again when you come back from your travels. Yeah, well. And, you're, and you'll come back with the turban, won't you? Thanks for having me, man. Thanks, love. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, lads. Thank you so much again for listening. And I really hope you enjoyed the show. For more episodes, please do like, share and subscribe so we can get the word out. And I also want to hear about your dating experiences. No matter what city, no matter what country you're living in, please do get in touch. You can reach out to me on Instagram at datinginberlin underscore book, or you can email me at datinginberlinbook at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Thank you.